because obviously like I rely on my surfing for my own mental health like I feel like it's really you know it really does help me and keep me stable yeah. and allow me to be a better designer which is weird because I think it gives me time time off from that I feel always feel better and I do better work when I've had that surf yes it's true it's Monday which means it's time for another mental podcast with me, Ed. Nice to have you back on board. Hope you've had a lovely weekend. Uh, this week, I'm chatting to Emma up in the northeast of England. We're talking about women surfing, talking about choosing your own lifestyle. Just had a really great chat. Hope you enjoy it. She's super inspiring. Have a cup of tea, kick back and have a listen. Enjoy your week, be good to yourselves, be good to others. Join me again next Monday for another cracking conversation. Peace. All right, Emma, so nice to have you on the podcast this week. Really excited. So uh, whereabouts are you? Yeah, so I'm in Saltburn. I'm in the northeast of England. Yeah, in a little seaside Victorian village. Such such a cute place, isn't it? It's a beautiful spot. I remember yeah. well my uni days. I've been sort of watching you on on Instagram, and I was wanted to reach out and get you on the podcast because just think it's great. There's lots and lots more female surfers out there, and I wanted to get your point of view. So welcome today yeah. <laughs> about surfing in up in the northeast. Yeah, so um, I started really like from a real young young age. I've just done it pretty much all of my life. It's it's actually more of an addiction, I think, than anything else. Really, like, honestly, I think about it all the time. When it's <laughs> flat, I think about, when you know, I'm constantly planning when the next swell is going to be and where I'm going to be to sort of get on that and make the most of it. So, But, um, yeah, like, my dad got me into it originally, and ever since then I've just been addicted to it, really. When was your first wave, then? So, like, yeah, he was a bit of a waterman, my dad. So he was always, like, in, uh, like from a really young age, I'd, I'd always swim with him, like, take me to the swimming pool and stuff. But he was also, like, a competitive, like, high, do- high board diver, which is yeah. pretty bizarre, but really cool. And he was, like, really in this sort of, like, windsurfing, like, like yeah, just trying to be out in the water as much as possible. And then he sort of... I think found the source he found surfing and yeah. took us all on a family holiday down to Cornwall and he bought me and my little sister like bodyboards to go in like really crappy polystyrene bodyboards and um I just took one look at them and one look at my board that like my, my dad's board and was like yeah I'm, I want you want your board dad and just <laughs> took it off him and and start yeah stood up that was the first time I stood up on my wave was was then and it was the first time I tried it and I was only like maybe yeah 12 12 years old then and then as soon as I done that I was like yeah dad I want to do this more and he just got me booked into like a little surf lesson locally and that was it I was away with it wow and so you you actually live in Saltburn so you're yeah so like well I basically (laughs) planned my whole life around staying at Saltburn because I went to school here and then obviously at one stage of my life I was like go to uni and, and live away and, and sort yeah. of experience the world and find myself or whatever people usually do and 
then I realized that my priorities like really were like in like being happy in in myself and and that what made me happy was 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 surfing so I tried to plan my lifestyle around that so I ended up going to uni here and in Teesside and then um building like my own business so I don't have to leave when there's swell or work when yeah. there's swell and I can sort of just do it around that um, I love that I, I think it's very brave as well to be like what do I want in my life and just to prioritize that I think it's super like honorable to be yes I want to be by the sea yeah it makes me think back I used to I used to love like going to Saltburn every possible moment from uni they were the greatest days jumping in to that cold water and yeah I remember yeah, no just, no definitely I remember just sitting out the back and watching all the cars drive along the coast and thinking yeah they're all like rushing along to work and you're just sat out the back waiting for a wave it's it's a great experience oh don't it's it's, it's really like you know I, I feel really fortunate to be in the situation that I am but like I did it I did it young so I didn't have many like responsibilities so if it all went you know wrong it would just it would have just been like you know a failed attempt and that you know I'd get a job and and, and do it a different way but it's worked <laughs> and now I'm just like I'm giddy at times that I can you know like you say like when you're out there on a on an early morning watching everyone go to work you're sat there catching some of the life and you can smell the wild garlic like coming down the valley gardens it's yeah. just like I don't know it's euphoric <laughs> yeah. yeah it's beautiful and so you're talking about uh, you set up your own business what is that yeah, so it's graphic design. So we do like websites and logos. I do it with my partner and we just like, we work from home and just keep our overheads real low. We just like, basically, yeah, all I really care about is doing the things that make me happy. And like, my partner's the same. She just wants to sort of do things that she's really passionate in. And we've just tried to formulate a way to do that. So it's like, we're not, you know, we're not going to be millionaires, like running huge businesses, but yeah. we're going to have like a lifestyle. I think that we're going to be really happy with, you know, and it, it, it's a balance, isn't it? And I, I'm really happy with that balance. I think it's worth it. So important. Um, how does it feel when you go surfing somewhere else? Do you think surfing in Saltburn has given you like a, a grounding for? I think I'm spoiled to be honest it's not just salt but it's the whole of the northeast of the UK like we're so yeah. lucky like people don't even realize so like yeah maybe keep this on the down low because <laughs> I don't want lots of people yeah, like we, yeah we don't want to give too many spots away but no but we're just very extremely lucky we have world-class waves along this coastline and so it's like when you go abroad or when I surf other places like I, I love it and it's amazing exciting but there's always a definite like huge chunk of me that just wants to say like, oh want to be back at home because the, the waves at home there's nothing that's better and it's yeah, yeah we're very lucky yeah there's something about it's funny because you know like I've, I've surfed in France and and like overseas but there's something about having learned in Saltburn that that cold water and just I guess there's just there's less people as well yeah it's just a more of a hardcore sport isn't it it is it's like so like you know like last year before covid hit um we were really fortunate to, it was my 30th and uh, we all went with a couple of my friends partner we all went to sri lanka yeah you know and we all surfed and that's all I for my birthday and it was amazing and it was you know beautiful um and culturally really like rewarding like learning about a completely different culture but then it's like yeah it it 
the cold water part of it is a huge pull for me I think even though it sounds absolutely mental because it's freezing it's just it's when you get out after that session it feels you feel physically like recharged it's like a physical thing it's not just a mental thing um and yeah you just don't get that in warmer warmer waters get you know satisfied with your exercise and the amount of you know um waves you catch and great rides but it's just not the same I think it makes a huge more impact a bigger impact here yeah I think it's so good for just your general health to just like I can remember there was some days you'd be like oh really should I go in but as soon as you yeah. put your head under the water it's like oh wow yeah it's a real mental battle sometimes in the winter like it's been hard for me over the years sometimes because I've done it quite obviously surfing's quite a uh, personal can be quite lonely at times as well because sometimes a lot of the time it's just me going out there by myself yeah and to get psyched to do that alone it can be quite um yeah quite hard sometimes because it's freezing it's windy it's raining it, you know kind of all these mental yeah weather things going on and yeah, yeah. really put you off <laughs> yeah I, I remember um I remember sitting out there and, and like seals popping up yeah. <laughs> totally freaked out yeah. <laughs> loads of people are though honestly the seals really freak people out it's so funny last last week I was out and a huge one popped up probably the biggest one I've ever seen actually really? and it was just like all these men just freaking out around me because <laughs> of this huge seal it's so funny but yeah that's another thing that's really cool about it obviously there's like loads of things you know there's you're in someone else's domain so there's seals there's like dolphins a lot at the moment we like over the summer we've had so many dolphin sightings and pods of um porpoises as well and that I don't know if you remember in the 90s but I, when I used to work down the surf shop when I was younger they never really got sightings of dolphins and now they're they're everywhere and it's that's really good. Cool. Does that mean it's cleaning up? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Um, I don't know if like it was what's going on, but yeah. Um, hopefully it's a positive because it's yeah. incredible. You know, surfing with them is amazing. See them out there, it's really cool. I bet. And it's just you know, it's in contact with nature like that, and just to see sea mammals, like it must be incredible. I think it just really centers you. Like I feel like that's one of the most the most important parts about my surfing is like just like being centered by it and being like humbled by it and sometimes like your mind is in on so many different things and you're thinking about like yeah work like just sort of or everyday life and then you go out there and you see a dolphin and that's all you think about for the next five hours of your life do you know what I mean it's like it's incredible because it's like it's it's very cleansing isn't it I think it is. I love that. I love that about it. And just like without the animals, take the animals out, but just being in water and being by cliff edges or like, I don't know, like really open beaches. It's just very like overwhelming and it stops your brain from thinking about anything else apart from what you're doing, which I love. Yeah, so just being like in the present. Yeah, absolutely. I've just had a flashback. I remember going out at Penny's Hole when it yeah. was a big, big day and sort of getting caught in the rip a little bit out there. Have you ever had any sort of sketchy moments out when it gets big? Yeah, I mean, Penny's Hole's a great way, one of my favourite waves to surf because even though it's like at my local break, that's where I always head to because it's like the go-to, to, you know, easy access as well. Yeah. But like, I've never really had any sketchy moments at Saltburn. I always feel really safe there. I don't know what it is. It's like yeah. I feel like just... 
but I have had loads of, like other sketchy situations. So like there's a there's a certain wave. I won't mention any names. Yeah, that, no names. That no break. Names. Yeah, breaks on a river mouth, and it's you go there, and it, it where it is, it's like industrial. It feels like it. There's there's a feeling. There's a mood, you know, and it's. Yeah. So already you're sort of like, oh, I'm a bit on edge here. Um, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, there's big boulders underneath the wave. And you can, when you duck dive, you can hear them like grinding together sometimes. Ooh. And like that, that sort of built amps up the sort of adrenaline. Um, and it's, it's a barreling, like amazing barreling wave. But I like, I, I, I came off a wave once there and the board, the, the, the tip of the board went straight into my eye. And, Ow. Um, yeah, big black eye for quite a while. Oh, lucky you didn't lose the eye. I know, I was really fortunate. It was just underneath them. I think I might have broke my cheekbone at the time, but <laughs> it's fixed itself, so it's fine. But yeah. apart from that, you know, touch wood, I haven't had any, you know, many other incidences. Apart from, like, lost boards, snap leashes, snap boards. I've snapped a few boards before. Yeah. That's, but, you know, as long as I'm OK, that's fine. Rather it be the boards than me. And what about environmentally up in the northeast? Do you know, I think like I felt a shift. I think lockdown has brought a huge shift of attitudes of people. I think it's maybe because people have had more time off and they've been able to actually see the impact, the difference from when there's been no when no one was allowed to travel and no one was allowed to come to the beaches and how clean they were and how spotless they were to when that got reintroduced again. There was a huge like backlash from that because everyone could see a massive yeah. difference, and I think it's actually like really brought like um, communities together to stop that. I feel anyway that there's been a lot more people down there litter picking. You see them all the time now. People seem to have more of an awareness of of that sort of stuff. Lo- I don't know, like locally, I feel that. I don't know how widespread that is, but yeah. I do feel like there's a, there's a, a, a bigger sense of pride at the moment with with stuff like that yeah I think I guess I guess with surface against sewage and people just that getting more awareness it's really sad like a lot of the you know all the surfers is really aware of it I think most most surfers are because they have to surf in it <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah last thing you want is like the dregs of the sewage <laughs> paddling through that is not fun plastic bags yeah so yeah, there, there is there is an awareness, but it, it it's the other people, the other beach users, you know. But because, again, because there's popularity of like sea swimming and like other sports now, and like there's a lot of people who go down just to meditate on the beach now, which is never that would never happen before, and that's really really cool. And these people are now joining this surfers against sewage community, and I feel like they're forming a bit. You know, do you know what I'm saying? I feel there's yeah. a bigger sort of awareness of it now greater awareness for definite yeah it's like we've got we've got to take this on and you know protect, protect yeah i remember with uh when nick and gary had the shop way back yeah we used to do like litter picks and they were big into surfers against sewage and yeah so nick like my first job was at the surf shop you might have probably this might be weirdly might have met me when i was younger which oh, is, yeah, this would be. yeah but i used to work for nick and I think I've learned all of my lessons about those types of things with, with the environment and, and morality behind that as well uh, from me. Once I bought a sandwich and it had a polystyrene casing around it and he just went absolutely through me. That's the only right. time he, only time I've ever been told off at work. <laughs> and it's like... I, it, yeah, principles. That, yeah. yeah, principles, that's it. I learned a lot of really good principles from Nick. 
though I think having that little core of people there has really helped. There's like loads more groups now that popped up. But yeah, originally it's Nick and Gary that were sort of Oh yeah, they were the heart. That. They were the heart of the I remember when when I was there, it was like a little, little shop. Yeah. And uh, we used to stash the board bags around the back. Yeah. And then just run out and uh oh they were just they were like an inspiration. Still the same, man. They've still got the, the Nick's got a bigger place down the down the seafront, but still the same and still still there's there's still people stuffing their board bags around the back of it. <laughs> The, the litter picks are great, actually. They, he, I used to really enjoy them when I was younger. I know, like, people think it's really boring, but I think I, I urge them to take their kids. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love it. I used to find stuff that you could actually keep. Like, I remember finding a plastic tortoise once, and I was buzzing off it. It's, yeah. It's so important. So this kind of leads me on to, I sent you a question, who, who inspires you? Yeah. So obviously Nick is a huge inspiration, and I don't think I know a lot, a lot about we've gone into the environment side of things but you know equally like like etiquette as well I think he taught me a lot about etiquette a lot about um, because with big etiquette isn't this you'll know this about surfing you know you don't take another guy's wave and uh yeah don't drop in in. yeah taught me all about that I think he made me aware of things that I never really thought about being aware about before and how to read weather charts which is actually really difficult thing to do if you don't if you can't do it and then my dad as well like he obviously got me into it so he's a huge inspiration if he wasn't such a like an an addict to the water I don't think I would be either so and then maybe like more recently inspiration wise the lasses that now you see out there because for me it's quite a masculine sport you know there's been some like great it's been great to see gals out in the lineup and I've, I've made really good friends with a girl called Sally from Tymouth who has like a, a female focused surf school. I've seen this. Yeah. This is super inspiring. But she was like, so like I just ended up meeting her at a surf comp once down like down in Saltburn and she, we never met before. And I was like, oh, you, you know, like it's weird because like we never even knew each other surf the same coastline. And yeah. then, and then next thing you know, like we're best surfing pals and she started up this business and then she's like, do you want, you know, do, do you want to help me out be part of the under team and I was like yeah I'd love to oh, so like cool. oh so you you run like is it right you run like women's groups like she she does I'm merely an ambassador okay <laughs> ambassador, just, like, I like that basically I go with them on on surf trips they give me really cool gear to wear I shoot with them and I just tell people about send their message out really which is really unique and really refreshing have someone like them up here actually yeah. promoting and giving women a bit of confidence because you can get to that point where you go from beginner to intermediate and yeah. there's a there's no like they get put off I don't know all the reasons why you know I've got my own theories but people they tend to get put off and then drop off and then you they don't end up keeping it up and what Sally's really good at is getting you through that sort of part of it and, and getting you in a more extreme surf and out the back when it's bigger and not Amazing. just in the white water with a foamy basically yeah oh so good yeah and and so is the, is the hoodie that you have on is that part of yonder yeah yeah it is actually this is a new one that they've just sent me they're just they're doing all the winter stuff at the moment which is timed perfectly because it's just dropped the temperature so um yeah what is the uh, sea temperature at the moment by the way Oh, it's eight, maybe maybe between ten and eight degrees. It's not actually that cold. The sea temperature. It's the air temperature you need to worry about. 
Yeah. Right. Sea temperature's fine about now. It'll only start dropping maybe like to what it's really cold, February, January, February time. So now and really it's quite warm still. Will you get out on Christmas Day is the big question. I always get out on Christmas Day if this stuff <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> that is the dream, the ultimate. Yes, it's like, it's amazing. It feels incredible doing that. But to be honest, quite honestly, there's not been many... Day- I think last year there was a bit of surf, but it never seems to be on in Christmas Day, and I'm always fuming about it. <laughs> it's always New Year's for some reason. I'm always hungover on New Year's Day. I can't... <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, so I will be going out on Christmas Day if, if possible, yeah. And you told me that there's a big big swell coming up. There is. Um, it's actually it's hit today. I've just been down there to walk the dog and check it out. It's going to be pretty wild for the next two days, and then I think it's going to settle down, and we should have, like, amazing surf for the next maybe four or five days. So it would be oh, good. Really? would run a swell, yeah, by the looks of things. Amazing. So I've just been like working my backside off this week to try and get as much work done as possible so I can take some time out next week to to make the most of it, I think. So that's the beauty of working for yourself. You can juggle. Plan it to the chart. So I'll, I'll do as much. I probably might even work do a bit of work over the weekend as well. And then it means that Monday, Tuesday, when I know it's going to be really good, I should have like the to go where I want. Amazing. Yeah. This uh, this is a bit of a throwback. I remember I used to call up the the surf shop and the these would be like a, a morning surf check. Nick surf check, yeah. Sixty <laughs> p a minute. Does it still exist? <laughs> I think it does. You know, I actually think it might. Um, wow. No, no, look, he's moved now. So maybe maybe landline has no. Maybe it doesn't. But you should always remember that Nick. The, the surf will be in the two to three foot range with <laughs> yeah. offshore winds. Yeah. High tides, like three o'clock in the afternoon, and it was yeah, it's great. <laughs> that was like, I mean, yeah, the internet was just coming out, but I remember, yeah, I used to call it up. Yeah, it was great. That's what everyone used to rely on. I used to pester them down the surf shop so much, could just ring them and be like, "What's the surf looking like?" <laughs> it's like we have a surf check, and I was like, "Yeah, but I'm staff. I shouldn't have to pay." For that. <laughs> yeah, surely I have have some perks of the job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amazing. So I wanted to have a little, um, what's been the challenges this year? Obviously, COVID and all that has been a bit of a, put a bit of a handbrake on stuff. Yeah. But what's been I tough? I think it's been a tricky one, hasn't it? The old, uh, the old COVID-19. Yeah, so it swings and roundabouts with the whole lockdown thing for me. It's been great in a way that there's been no crowds, you know, for the yeah. first half of the year. So it was like literally locals only like and it was it was really good but the downside to that was so it was really hard actually for me like morally because obviously like I rely on my surfing for my own mental health like I feel like it's really you know it really does help me and keep me stable and allow me to be a better designer which is weird because I think it gives me time time off from that I feel always feel better and I do better work when I've had that surf so when it came around, they were like, you can't do anything. It was like, okay, I can't do anything, but I live literally five minutes away. So, so you literally weren't allowed in the sea? Well, you were. this is the thing. It was a grey area, which was quite like, so it was like, I, I just walked to the sea with my board. I did go surfing because I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not endangering anyone. I'm not in anyone's yeah. way. And it was fine. But then what happened was people started to see that happening and then they would start. Yeah. And then it became this whole moral dilemma of, well, yeah, like if I'm in, if I'm doing this and it's encouraging people to do it, 
and they're maybe not as good a surfer or not as experienced and it puts the NHS under strain just became this real like sort of head headache then there was like people online who would take photos of surfers going out and upload them and it just became quite aggravated and angry and not the vibe that surfing is and is about I think it divided the community massively. Wow. There were surfers who'd been, who would surf, who'd surf like every, every day if they could, you know, for, for, they've been surfing since they were really young, real locals who come all the time, um, who were totally against going in. And then there would be the same, you know, types of people who were totally for it. So it was really difficult, I think, that, that period. I think that was one of the, it was really tricky to morally, yeah. Yeah, it's a hard one to, to go because like you say for your own mental health it's super important i'm intrigued by the um so you find you do better creative work after you've had a surf yeah i just feel better i think about everything i think i'm a better person when i've had a surf (laughs) i think it just resets me and just allows me to be able to like think a bit feel i feel like i'm so like i I try to do things so quickly all the time with my work and stuff because it's design and it's like you have to you know you're emailing and then you you, you're using a design program and then you're doing this and you're doing that you're drawing and you're using your tablet everything's dead you know i've got quite a, a a lifestyle like that i think without that surfing that just makes you stop yeah. and do nothing for like two hours apart from concentrate on one task it i find it quite uh i've become a bit like yeah all over the place I think and, and I think my design suffers because of it I can't think clearly I can't see the paths that I need to see if that makes sense yeah yeah do you get do you get inspired by what you see out there does the like does nature inspire your design I think, yeah it's my biggest inspiration for sure in the uh, nature I think it's like I don't know I don't want to get into God and that but I don't know I feel like this that that is my my um my faith yeah nature um yeah, yeah. Well, mother mother nature's a good yeah a good god exactly good god to follow, follow. just listen yeah to i that. think you're right i think it's for myself like thinking back like when you sit out the back and you're kind of like you are so i say it a lot connected but you do feel like this connection to mother nature it's really weird because like it's like when you leave the land and then the you leave like your land self there yeah you become something else when you're out there and I don't know what that other thing is like you know I can't it's hard like we talk about it now and you, we talk about connections and how it feels but until you've done it and you actually feel how how it changed it does actually change you I think and it's it's hard to describe otherwise you know what I mean it's it's more than a connection almost isn't it it's more than it's, yeah. it, it's no I think it can really change where a person thinks and, and views the world well, I think it also just, like, when I discovered it, it was kind of like I just wanted to, uh, that's all I wanted to do. I didn't yeah. want to, it dictates, like, where you live and everything. It's like, like you said at the start, you've made those choices so you can be close to yeah. surf, and I think that's so crucial. I think if more people followed, like, what they feel, everyone would be happier, but you kind of, I don't know, people make choices for others and stuff, you know, you kind of lose your perspective. I think it's easy to, I think, I, you know, in, in the past as well, I was really keen on going away and living in London and doing the whole sort of city life thing. You know, it's exciting. But then, I don't know, like, there was just something that just kept me, I couldn't leave. Sometimes it's just fit, isn't it? People, yeah. You know, you just, yeah. and I've, I followed, I guess I followed right. And you know, hopefully, you know, I've made the right call in the long run for my life. But 
I don't regret it. I love it. Love being a northerner as well. Love being like representing the northeast somehow. Yeah, um, yeah I've had I've had yeah. a good little flow with talking with Jacob last week. Uh, no, a couple of weeks ago at, at Presca with the sportswear, and I was like, Yeah, I want to keep this sort of northeast vibe because mm-hmm. I think it's just when yeah. I was up there, it just really had a big impact on my life, and it's I think more people need to know about yeah without I, obviously giving away too much but it's, it's really cool talking to someone who's done it like because you just know like you, you know what exactly what I'm talking about you know straight away you went to that whole thing about how different it feels when you're actually out away from it all and you just yeah. understand and it's really it's just really good yeah yeah and what about just shooting the pier let's talk oh, about yeah. shooting the pier shooting the pier no no <laughs> If Nick ever saw me shooting the pier, or my dad ever saw me shooting the pier, I would get in trouble for shooting the pier. Um, so yeah, basically it means just surfing from one side of the pier to the other side of the pier, underneath the legs of the pier, without hitting anything yeah. on the way, which is actually really difficult. Probably maybe like, do you reckon maybe like four metres wide between the legs, maybe? Yeah. So you've got a four metre window to get through it on a wave. It's proper sketchy. It is, and a lot of people have broken. I know a guy um, who I surf with regularly. He broke his ribs doing that. Um, yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of people I know actually have been wrapped around those pier legs. Yeah, because there's like barnacles and all sorts, isn't there, around those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's bad. It's bad. So many people have had the boards trashed against them as well. It's it's a it's a dangerous thing that pier. That you know when you talk, asked me earlier about sketchy situations, the only other sketch, the only sketchy situation I've ever had at Saltburn is nearly being sucked into the pier. Ooh. Because once it's big near near the pier legs, it's like a vortex. It just pulls yeah. you pulls you into that pier, and you're just like yeah, helpless. Yeah, amazing. Oh. It's so good, to, so good to speak to you about the old salt burn. Um, all right, just before we finish, I wanted to. Uh, it's my new thing about bringing in a tune, a, oh, a, yeah. a bit of music that kind of uh, makes you uh, get up and dance, whatever. What's your, uh, what is your tune, Emma? I've, it, I've got more than one. Sorry, Ed. That's okay. Um, couldn't, couldn't decide. So um, I'm really enjoying Adrian Lenker. Have you heard of Big Thief before? She's no. an amazing artist. Um, it's called Dragon Eyes. Got that on repeat at the moment. On repeat. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Along with the Talking Heads because they just feel good, good for working. Yeah. Um, then my girlfriend has a band. Um, she's in a punk band, and they've been recording a lot over lockdown. You know, like obviously not meeting up, but doing it over. Yeah. yeah and um, so I've been listening to a lot of her stuff at the moment, um, which is, they're called Four Mile Drive. So Four Mile Drive. Let's big up Four Mile yeah, Drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, name right. drop there. All right, Emma. Well, it's been super cool talking to you. Thanks yeah. just for being so open and honest about your uh, amazing life no thank you for having me ed and i think what you're doing is amazing so keep on doing it i think yeah it's a really great project you've got going yeah i love it and uh, make my way back to saltburn hopefully sooner rather than later yeah please do i'll see you out back yes out the back <laughs> Hi everyone, I hope you enjoyed that podcast with Emma. I certainly did. It's been such an exciting journey, this podcast. 
and getting to meet so many cool people. So thanks for the great responses. If you could go to Apple and give me a review, a good review, that would be wonderful. Just give this podcast some more exposure. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, whichever way you can, on Facebook. That would be wonderful. Um, Join me next week. I will be being interviewed myself, uh, opening up a little bit about myself, which is uh, pretty scary, but I need to, seeing as everyone else is being so willingly open to talk about themselves and their mental health. It's time for me to do that. So I'm stepping into the ring. Yes, join me next Monday. Uh, Also go and have a listen to Emma's suggestions. She's got some great tunes in there this week. Go check out Surf Yonder on Instagram. Women's group for surfers up in the northeast. That'd be cool. Check them out. And yeah, go get in that cold water. I've been doing a daily dip, getting my Wim Hof uh, cold water therapy in there. Feels good. It's getting quite fresh now, but I'm feeling great for it. Really helping with the mental health. So yeah, it's a bit crazy, but you know, you've got to try these things. Anyway. Nice to have you all on board. Join me next Monday for number 10.